Alright. Let's start transferring Saturday, April 27, your 2013 bonus 3. We don't have drivers editor. I think we do, but I think you have to pay for it. Um, and for for people who may or may not know, at least in high school, they offered a semester of driver's ed. That way you at least learned the rules of the road before you went in and took your driver's license test. Yeah. And they don't offer that. But you're saying you got to pay for that now. Yeah, you got to pay for it because... I don't think it goes to the school anymore, but I think the school just holds it on its ground. I also sort of think it would be practical that kids know what how a car works. You know, the engine, the things like that. That way they have some idea, just in case something breaks down, at least, you know, they're not well, totally dependent. They do, an, they do have an auto shop class. Okay. Uh, but that can only go so far, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, unless you went to, um, unless you went to a college specifically for it, but... They do teach you some pretty, um, the basic stuff in case you do break down, but... Um, how about a handyman class, Patricia? How kids can learn how to use tools? Yeah. What do you think, Matt? Well, they, I don't know if they're, they're still, um, gee, I can't even remember the shop. different curriculum. I don't th they don't need they had, they had, um, carpentry and shop, uh, you know, with, with machines and auto repair. Um, and even here in the high school curriculum, they had those opportunities for kids who were not academically oriented and who would not or could not compete for a college placement. They, they went out with enough practical skills that they could go out looking for a specific job. Do they have shop still, Matt? Um, I, I believe they do, okay. yes. So these kids can go out and go to work with a hammer and a screwdriver and be apprentices in many of the trades. Huh. Yes? Um, certain, um, certain classes in my school, but not very many. Um, well, a lot of problems nowadays is uh, getting the parents say okay and being able to afford uh, things like that. Wow. Well, so I guess it's all it's a lot that have disappeared with the budget cuts. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the old, like, um, wood shop is canceled now um, because uh, our school can't afford it. So, you have any elective right now, or do you have to wait till next year before you get to choose? Oh, no, I do. I'm in law. Okay, that's elective. Um, I'm in law and graphic design. And uh, and what choices did you have? Were there other electives available, or have that gotten smaller? No, I used to take medical careers. Okay. Um, there's a lot more. There's uh, metal shop, um, auto shop. There's this dance, but I'm not a very dance type person. Um... There's a lot of things, um, like where you can get involved with the community. I'm not sure what it's called. Um, uh -huh. uh, and also something called JROTC for like the military kind of people. Um, right. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, Patricia, do you have anything to say on this? Um, don't want to leave you out. I think we lost her. Do it. No, I'm here. Uh, yeah, I'm we here. I was listening nobody, while, you, while nobody, the two of you were talking. I made coffee. Nobody hmm? can hear her. She's gone. She did I'm care. here. No. I don't hear her, Matt. Do you? 
What? I don't know. Do you, Matt? No, I thought my mute was on because I'm talking to myself and you're being fresh again. I know. That's okay. Yes, I'm what here. Kind, what kind of coffee? Pardon? Are you making Maxwell House? <laughs> Forgive me, George and Gracie. Ugh. No. No. No Maxwell House. Okay. So what brand are you using? Um, there's a brand called um, Don Francisco. Huh. And they've got some flavored coffee that are, and it's pretty good. That sounds like, sound like, like a lot of money. Yeah, it does. Actually, yeah. it's the least expensive one I can buy. And I found them on sale. So I got two. Now I have to go back, and they're not on sale anymore. But they're usually $6 a tin, and you get 12 ounces in the tin. They used to have 13, but now it's the same size, but they're... Uh, there's a little a layer at the top Did, of vacant air, you know. Didn't they used to have 16 ounces at one time? Oh, yes. A pound of coffee really was a pound of coffee at one time. Now we're down to 12 ounces? What's wrong? Now we're down to 12 ounces. At first it went to 15. Yeah. And then it went to 13. Yeah. And now most of them are down to 12. So manufacturers discovered a long time ago that they can get a lot more mileage out of consumers if they charge the same amount but kind of pass off the product as I think similar it's a in crime. size. I think it's a crime. I mean, ice cream used to be a half gallon. I know. It's a crime. No. It's a crime. And then, you know, I mean, look at the candy bars at the checkout. Yeah. They used to be candy bars. Yes. Now they're niblets. Just little itty bitty things. In sugar shortages, when the candy bars got smaller, people went up in arms. So, um, Matt, so Matt, what do you do? What do you do during the day today? Today? Yep. Well, today I went with my friend uh, to the basketball courts uh, with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, let's see what else I did. Um, I didn't do much today. I guess I cleaned the house. Um, a little bit here and there. Uh, much and then uh, we went to a fast food restaurant to something to eat and then um, just watched a couple TV shows waiting for yesterday you said to go on gosh. now I'm here fast food now fast what kind food. of fast food place where do you go what it kind was, of fast food it was Taco Bell Taco oh, that's, Bell that's is right the, up. good stuff that's right up Walden's alley now what about Del Taco have you ever eaten a Del Taco uh, yes um, I actually fill you out an application so I could work there. Um, but yeah, I eat there rather maybe once a month because I live right across the street from there. So what hour, are you going to try work this summer or work, when are you going to try to fit, fit working in your schedule? Uh, I'm going to try working this summer, but I'm going to try working night shifts um, if that's possible. But whatever um, shifts I can get is good for me. I had a friend that uh, was a hungry student in high school, and he liked the night shift because they always put the hamburgers on five minutes before closing time, just in case somebody drove by, and they figured nobody then the staff would feed themselves. So, don't know how ethical that is, but that's what I guess people would do. I have never eaten a Taco Bell product. Does that 
Where, where well, that actually, I think Del Taco. I think you would like Del Taco. I've I've never eaten there either. I think Del Taco what? only only the West Coast. Okay, then why would I like it? Because it's really good. How could I like it? It's really good. Really good. Yeah, it stuff. is really good. No, I've never done a Taco Bell. I haven't lived. They've, there's one just around the corner from me. Well, sort of around the corner. Wait a minute. Do you like tacos? Well, I haven't had one in a million years. Yes, I guess I do like tacos. And you need to swing over to Taco Bell. So I need to stop in a Taco Bell. Do you like burritos? They have more things. I mean, they have these um, crunch wrap Supremes that are about... Um, Walden, have you uh, have you had a crunch wrap supreme? No, I haven't. What, is that like a burrito? What's that like? Kind of like a burrito. Uh huh. Um, it's made out of the same uh, tortilla, but it's in a circle form, kind of like in the shape of an octagon kind of thing. Have you ever tried those macho combo burritos? Oh yeah, and those are really good. My brother liked those, and Patricia, those things might weigh five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. It's all, all beans, all rice, chicken. What do you think, Matt? Don't you agree? I mean, about five pounds worth of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean. Taco Bell puts a lot of meat and um, um, ingredients in their burritos to get you full. Yeah. Good stuff. Now, one of, one of these has a soft shell that you can wrap up. Which one is it? Um, That's a burrito normally. A burrito. Okay. So I, I had burritos, but I've not had tacos. Now, I like, I'm personally, when I go to tacos, I like the crispy shell. I'm a corn you, kid myself. You like the crispy one? Mm-hmm. What about you, Matt? Um, I lean more towards the, um, uh, the Flour? soft shell. Okay, you're a soft shell kid? Okay. Yeah. Well, I like the crunch, so I guess that's why I'm a cruncher. Well, the stuff falls out, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's but it tastes better, you know. It tastes better when it falls out. Yes. Boy, I have a lot to learn. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. All right, Matt. Yes. Who rode a horse named Trigger? Uh oh. Roy Rogers. Oh man! <laughs> oh, you did it! All right, we'll start working on a different cowboy next week. Good for you. So, what, did your friend, girlfriend playing basketball, or what, what was the purpose of the basketball game? Oh, well, we had just went over there to um, just really hang out and get out of the house, but they made a wager. Um, whoever, that's why we had gone to Taco Bell. Whoever won had to pay for the other person to Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, a little bit on the line here. Yeah, so and my girlfriend, not, sorry about my girlfriend, my friend's girlfriend beat him. So he had a buy. Yeah. What were they playing? Horse? Uh, no, they were playing whoever made the most basketball shots. Um, whoever made a certain amount of points first won. And a girl beat him? Yeah. It was twelve to six. She she buried him. Did I did much. I hear a little bit of disbelief in there? A girl beat him? Well, yeah. You know. She probably she's probably playing the college team next year, probably. Well, she's in varsity. Excuse me. I don't know if you saw, Patricia. There's a gal. Uh, just, I I don't know if you've seen the news, Matt. The gal played for Baylor. I think she just she's the one who swam dunked 18 times in college. I mean, there's some of these gals who are just amazing. Um, a lot of them. 
Well, I mean, I well, just can't believe you had this tone well, in your voice. Is it well, a I'm girl? Gonna, I, I get to, the, uh-huh. uh, the thing about Nick Gal, the, the overall history, like, it's been slammed dunked by females 15 times. Nick Gal's done it 18 times herself by herself. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. You had uh-huh. gouts? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Well, Matt, I picked gangbusters for your law enforcement show that you picked last week. What would you like this week? Huh. You're going to give him a show before he answers a question? Yeah, he did. He he gave him um, Roy Rogers. Oh, that answers that. Okay. Yeah. Plastic make perfect. Okay. He did. Yeah, he did good. So next week we have to work on a different horse. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what do I want, what do I want? You're going to work, um, you're going to work on shoulder on him, or what are you going to do? Sure, we okay. can do that. Okay. Huh. Um, I don't know, Walden, do you have any good radio shows? Well, you want to know, wait a minute, give him I Love a Mystery, Patricia. Yeah, if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's good Walden, that It's a good, it's a one, it's probably I grew up, I liked it as a kid. And I still like it. I love uh, a mystery. I I really enjoy that show. It is a fun show. The problem with my files is that one, at least one of the series, this is a series, a serial show. Yeah. So they deal with the same problem in each episode until they finally get to the end and then everything is solved. I have a problem with my files because one of the shows had scripts available but no shows available and some kind of an amateur group performed Temple Vampire what is on these recordings and it's not all the way through Matt but when you get to this one I've warned you okay it's, it's Temple Vampires it's the one she's talking about we have 11 of the 20 episodes and there was an amateur group in San Francisco did the other nine did so. the other nine and it's an amateur group but the rest of them are okay so um, it's good for listening, and I Love a Mystery will be in your folder, but when you call back, you're going to say, what? oh, my gosh, what? I know just what you were talking about. What? Yeah. But it's not all of them. It's just this one particular series, and I have several series, so you'll have fun with them. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking to have fun, I guess. Okay. So, right, well, are you, you, wait a minute, so when, if you start working at Del Taco, you're going to send Patricia a Del Taco in the mail, right? Oh, wonderful. Uh, yes. Yeah, see, he'll do and, it for you. A cold and, taco. And what kind of condition is it going to be in when it well, gets here? It'll be in a Ziploc bag, what? so who cares? No, that depends. Yes, with FedEx. He'll put flash, um, he'll put flash on the box. Yeah. There you go. I'm losing tonight, aren't I? I, I don't know about that. I think I'm, I'm so sleepy you're... that I can't fight back. That's what the problem is. Uh-huh. I have to get all spunky here. Uh-huh. Um, okay, Matt, I love a mystery. And you've got a whole bunch of other stuff in your envelope, and they will be out probably within the next week. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Very... All right, Matt. Okay, Matt, have a great night. You guys, too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 714-545-2071. I had eight hours of sleep. I'm starting to get going. And I didn't. And, Don't pick on me. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna stay extra late tonight. Get Don't pick sp- on me, okay? Hello there. Don't what? pick on her. Don't don't you dare call her. This, this is 
Kirk from Lahav, Ron. Are you going to pick on her? No. Okay. Not. I wouldn't do that. I know that, but you see. No, Kurt is nice. He he treats me really well. I know I'm, that. I'm just popping back in to say that that if you're giving him I Love a Mystery, that I will see if I can get him a copy of Adventures by Morse. That would be a super. I was thinking the same thing. So that. Okay, that's the oh. Diffy Two. That's Diffy Two episodes, and uh. Okay, but that's got the long stories and the short, the short stories. stories. So that, so then he can. So I'll try and get him that. Yep. Uh, to listen to. There you go. Cause I think it'd be good to uh, expand his horizon. Yeah, and those are those are good shows. It was. I'll let you go. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for treating me well. Now wait a minute, family. What? Is our Patricia neglected? Is she not being taken care of? Oh, I'm not neglected. Is she not being taken care of? I'm being abused. No. Is she being abused? You can call 714-545-2071. If she's not being abused, you can call 714-545-2071. What? See? I knew she was going to say that. What? Nobody nobody thinks she's abused, so you're not calling in. I'm wait, safe. wait, somebody's out there. Nobody, Somebody is nobody, out there. Nobody's wait, out Eva there. didn't even talk to me tonight. I know. Well, she's writing. Well, I mean, that's okay that she's writing. But, I mean, girls ruled last week. There were two of us. I know. But, you know, you know, we all know the girls ruled the world anyway. So, hello there. You're on there. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm fine, Paul. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Today. Good. Now, later in the day, yes. You woke up? Uh, yes. Good. Uh, I did. Good. Good. <laughs> so, so about, uh, let's see, you started at 7.30. I will put about 8, I guess. And um, I don't know, just from the little bit I'm hearing, I'm kind of sensing you being just a little oversensitive. Who? Oh. Patricia? Who? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mean me? Yes. Oh, no. She's from New York. She, you know, she, she's tough. I'm tough. You're from I'm New tough. York? Wait, I beg your pardon? Yes. I am from New York, yeah. Yeah, yes. I really, really am. Uh, uh, you grew up there from, until like adult or what? I really, really did. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I know, I know. I'm not being sensitive, I'm being a brat. Yeah, and that's that's the truth. I'm just being a brat. Yeah, you know, she was born in New Jersey, grew up in New York, so she, you know, don't you, 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 you don't you don't mess with Patricia. Exception, <laughs> <laughs> you're not a real hard nosed huh? Right, you're now, not a real hard nosed New Yorker. Now, well, sure I am. Yeah. Can't you tell? No. <laughs> Now, no, now, I mean, now, now, hey, Paul, are you doing? Here, yeah. here, here's Patricia as a kid. Go ahead, Patricia. Turn on your New Yorkie. What? <laughs> what? I mean, like, how you doing tonight, huh? Yeah. You want to go out and play on the stoop? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> play on the stoop, huh? Uh-huh. On the stoop. You have to say it there, right. Stoop. There's a lot of stoop life, huh, in, at least in the early days. Probably what? when it was considered safer to be out there, at least from the old black and white movies that I watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, those stoops were everything. You know, you'd watch the kids uh, out there uh, playing with the fire hydrant running. Uh-huh. 
Did, did you did you do that when you were little? No. Actually, I grew up just outside of New York City. I wasn't in New York City. Oh, so about, that's about, maybe a... about 20 miles from the middle of Manhattan. Yeah, she, grew, is... up, she grew up in the Badgers. With the what? The Badgers? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. We didn't have Badgers. Oh, okay. Well, what, we what... had stuff, but we didn't have Badgers. What kind of wild animals you had in New York? Well, we had, I guess, just about what everybody else had. We had deer uh-huh. and raccoon and foxes and possums. and possums. Yes, we had <laughs> possums. My goodness, we had possums. And groundhogs and chipmunks and bears and stuff like that there. Well, you're 20 miles out of New York. That's pretty wild for only being 20 miles outside of New York. You know, what, what you could see from the George Washington Bridge was that kind of wild stuff. Well, you know what I think it was? Because rooms, living in Manhattan for the animals was too expensive, so they get moved out to the woods. That's <laughs> right. They, they packed their little tails and left. <laughs> yes. Yes, this is true. I'm so unfamiliar with, with all of that New York and Brooklyn and Jersey and all of that. Um, I, what I only am aware of is just from what little bits and pieces I pick up, you know, from TV, uh-huh. movies, whatnot. Have you ever been to New York? No, never been to New York. But uh, I guess in, is it uh, upper New York where you have really great hunting and outdoors? Yes, yes. And it, it, it really isn't all that far, and well, it is now because development has kind of crept up there. But yes, there. Uh, it, it's quite mountainous. You know, West Point, people know about West Point. It's very rustic. It, it, rustic is the best that I can come up with, and it's very rural and rustic in that area. And it's about uh, an hour and 15 minutes from the center of Manhattan. You said West Point is? Yeah. West Point, the military academy, and where, you know, Major Andre and George Washington and all of those people hung out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only not not an awful lot more than an hour out of downtown Manhattan. Who was Major Andre? Mm-hmm, Major who, Andre. Who, who, who's that? Who is Major Andre? Right. Major Andre was hanged as um, a traitor. I don't know anything about Major Andre. He's got a very interesting I've never history. heard of him either. What, that American Revolutionary War stuff? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Huh, okay. It was. Well, I know huh. Eisenhower and those guys went to West Point. Yeah. Yeah. And Grant graduated oh. from West Point. Right, and Robert, and e- I think Robert E. Lee. Yes, he did. Um, of course. Um... My goodness. Who else? What, who, which other military people became president? Or which presidents were military people? Oh, quite a few. Of course, George Washington was a, <laughs> was a president and a general. I can just go through this, the list here. No, well, no I'm, just, I'm just talking who would be candidates to have graduated from West Point. Well, Andrew Jackson would have not, I don't think. He would be from Tennessee. Or can, uh, I don't think he went to West Point. Uh, William Harrison? 
uh, might have. The one that spoke, you know, who was wore, didn't wear a hat and got cold and died from pneumonia in his inaugural. He might have been a West Point candidate. Um, President's West Point. Which see. presidents graduated from West Point? Let's see here. I learned oh, Isn't the internet wonderful? What can we do without the internet? We call librarians instead, I think. Oh my gosh, my reference librarians. Gosh, I love those people. I love those people. All right, let me see. Gotta come up here. Gotta come up. Where is the answer? Where is the answer? Well, I think George Marshall and Omar Bradley would have been West Point cadet guys, I would think. Well, somebody blew it here. <laughs> and I think, I think as for one time, everybody, you only got one degree when you went to the academy. Does anybody recall what degree you could get if you went to the academy? What, what, what the only degree you could no. have gotten? No idea. Paul, you remember? No. I think the, the, they only offered one, and that was in engineering. So if you went to, uh to the academy at one time that's the only degree you could ever earn. Can you say it again? Engineering. Engineering. In engineering. So if you decide to go to West Point or the Naval Academy, you only, you only had one choice of a degree. Engineering. Engineering. Huh. I don't think most people knew that, I guess. No, I would think it'd be uh, all kinds of strategy. Mm-hmm. Well, that was part of the curriculum. But, uh, but they want them to... degree. Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe they, if they attack, uh, of war at the end, end of it, engineering of war. I guess so, yeah. Well, engineering is um, a really intricate program. And you get everything from architecture mm -hmm. and... Mechanical. Everything mechanical, uh, electrical, electrical. Those are the ones you think about. Actual construction. So everything that you wound up with in an engineering program would be applicable in the military. Mm -hmm. And after you said it, I said, "Oh, that's right. I know you're right. I have heard it before." Now I think that I don't know if they have other choices now, but at one time that's that if you were gonna go to the academy, and I don't know if most people knew you had to be sponsored by a congressman. To get in. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you had to. You, you still do. You still do, and <laughs> they get a chance to nominate. I forget, maybe one or two kids a year, each congressperson, and that's how you get in. Hmm. So somebody has to make up the case for this person and get the get the senator to sponsor. Him. Yeah, a congressman. Uh huh. A congressman. Yeah. And you, get you know what I learned recently? Um, you know, Springfield Armory is a, a company, firearms manufacturer. And in front of my a catalog, it points out the year that George Washington ordered it to be built for production of arms for the country. Huh. Yeah, and I wasn't aware of that. And it's still alive today. 
I'm 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 quiet here because I got sent out doing to do my homework. Are it you says back? only Grant and Eisenhower are the only one. Are the only presidents who graduated from West Point. Uh, did Jimmy Carter go to the Annapolis? I know he was a yes. Navy guy. Yes, he so, he was a Navy guy. So is he the only president from the cat uh, from the midshipmen? Annapolis. Yeah. Presidents from Annapolis. Is that the Navy version? Right, that's in Maryland. I've been I've been to Annapolis. I have never been to West Point. What U.S. presidents went to Annapolis? Looks like Carter was the only one who graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy. Oh. Who? Jimmy Carter. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Carter, President Carter. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the only one. I'm surprised. I would have thought at least by the, I'm, I couldn't come up with a name I would even think would go. Hmm. Well, then no. is that where uh, they would have submarine school in there also Berlin. Uh -huh. Yeah. No, I, think, I think I watched, do uh, you guys ever watch History Detectives on public television? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good show. I, I watched one time and uh, they ended up um, going to that submarine academy there and uh, questioning uh, one of their top guys about Something I can't remember what it was, but it was fascinating to just hear a little bit about that school. Now, what I think the Coast Guards have a college, and I think it's somewhere in the Northeast. Um, Coast Guard does have a school. Now I have to go do that too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, homework, homework, homework. I know. I think. Homework, homework, homework. I think the Coast Guards are somewhere in the Northeast. I think we all know that the Air Force Academy is in Colorado Springs. Right. Um, I guess that's all we have, huh? I think those are the four. Yeah. All right, let's see. Coast Guard. Are you sure about the Air Force Academy being there? Uh-huh. Yes. Well, okay, then uh, you must be able to go to another place in the Air Force also that is not there because my son joined and I remember him being in Texas. Right, if you were going to go in, in, to be an enlisted man, you, you could go different parts of the country. But if you, were gonna, if you wanted to be an officer... I see. You know, their, we, it's their version of um, right. West, West Point all right. over again for the Air Force. Yep. I see. Okay. And... My my uncle been on the board of the uh, Air Force Academy, and that started in 1960. And in in the 50s, everybody, uh, if you wanted to be a flyer, um, you had your choice. If you when you were in the Navy, to either be Air Force or the Navy. So you could go to the Annapolis, and then after you graduated. You could decide if you want to go be a part of the Air Force or part of the Navy, and they really they don't yeah. have to decide beforehand. Huh? Yep. Well, they did that, and they said they had to wait till uh, Colorado Springs was built, and then once that was built, their campus was 1960. Then that's where all the kids who wanted to fly, and they wanted to be an officer. That's where they went. Well, now what about um, you know Marines have their own pilot. 
Yeah, I think that's a version of the, of the Navy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it is. Come to think of it. Yeah. Uh, be yeah, because they were Marines, were Navy. No, I've got a mascot for the Coast Guard. It's in New London, Connecticut. I should have remembered that. New London, Connecticut? Um, what oh. is the Coast Guard Academy logo? It's a mascot. A skunk? <laughs> oh, this is a bad night in um, No, it's a bear. They're called the bears. I did not know that. I did not know that either. Okay, what's the Air Force? What what what's their mascot? Oh, oh, the Air Force. I should know this. Yeah. My niece is in the Air Force. The <laughs> Eagle. Yeah, the Eagle. All right. It is the Eagle. Okay. Well, that's, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Now, what about the Army? The Army. And you're going to ask the Navy, too, aren't you? Yep, I'm going to ask the Navy, too. So I want you to... I, I don't know either one of them, and shame on a me. A horse? For the Army, is a horse? It's pretty close. Not a donkey. One to donkey. Or don a mule? Okay, now you got to decide. Those are the two mascots of both of those two schools. I would say a mule. A mule for what? For the Army. Right, I think you're right. Because they've got working, they had working mules in the army. They did. My friend's uh, grandfather, I believe, was a, uh, what they called a mule skinner. The guys who yeah. uh, ran the mules in charge of the mules. And I, I wouldn't even hazard a guess with the Navy. I hope they forgive me. They're not sharks and dolphins, that's for sure. <laughs> Navy, the Navy. Not a goat. I don't, I don't think I ever, ever. I think it is the goat. Uh, I think it is the goat. I, yeah, somebody's got a goat. Navy mascot. I, I don't. I don't know that I was ever aware of uh, there being mascots. Because, during football week, a live goat. It is a goat. Yeah, because during football week, E Camper tried to kidnap the other mascot. When they have the Army Navy game. Yeah, I wonder how well they do. <laughs> pretty. I think it would be easier to get out with a goat than a mule. Mule is a pretty big animal. Yeah. So what? I mean, a goat uh, would not be a picnic, but but by comparison. Are you? Did you guys decide Navy is a goat? Yes, it's a goat. The mascot is how, a goat. How would they ever come to that? I don't know. I don't know. They, they, there must be some wonderful histories behind the mascots that are chosen. would be better than that. All right. Now, how about Merchant Marines? Oh, I don't know what their mascot would uh, be. How about Merchant Marines in general? Um, let's see. Merchant Marine or Marine Corps, U.S. Merchant Marines, United States Merchant Marine Academy, USMMA, and let's see where they are. Did you know? I found this out this week. I was squirreling around for information about something. The Merchant Marines transported 80% of the fuel used by our troops in Europe during the war. Also, you know, the age requirement was a lot more liberal. I mean, I think you could be in your 40s and 50 and mm -hmm. applied 
to be an American Marine. Yes. And they also had the, um, the highest mortality rate of all of the service branches. Wow. They had no weapons. They never carried any weapons. And they were out on the open seas, obviously carrying supplies and fuel for the troops. So they were the prime yeah. targets. Yes, they were. Wow. They were convoys. My mom is reading a uh, book this week. She started a book on, there's a great new book on Franklin and Eleanor Roosevelt. And the, in the prologue, I didn't realize that, that Winston Churchill used to spend two to three weeks at the White House when he came to visit. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know this. And I'm be, very happy to hear that. And because of Franklin's uh, not able to go out and see people, they had a ton of house guests, permanent house guests that lived with them. Permanent? Permanent house guests. I guess you who can't ha- be a guest if you live someplace. Who, who was included in there? Franklin and Delta Roosevelt both had permanent house, house guests, plus they had rotating friends that would come and stay. Who were the permanent house guests? Well, one was Eleanor's secretary girlfriend. Another okay. one was a, was a secretary friend of Franklin. And then they mentioned two, uh, Henry Hopkins, you know, the, the famous advisor for uh, Roosevelt stayed in the Lincoln bedroom, I think it was. And they had a whole, because Franklin, as you studied him, Patricia, in the past, he was such a social guy he need he, oh my gosh yes he couldn't live without people they my mom started to read this pull out of it, it, it was the entire house guests who stay with them permanently uh, i guess if you live you know, someplace you can't you can't be a temporary guest can you uh, Gee, what? special on on um oh shoot the churchill his uh granddaughter i believe was um the person narrating, and when she spoke of him going to the White House, mm-hmm. he would come out in his long johns, <laughs> you know, and his cigars. He uh-huh. was that comfortable there, and Eleanor didn't like it one bit, but Franklin and him, you know, just had such a great time together. Yeah. It was guy stuff. Isn't that yeah. refreshing to know that they could do guy stuff? Yeah. I wonder who cracked the beers. You wonder what? Who cracked I wonder who cracked the beers for them. You know, cracked me a beer. Yeah. Well, my mom was saying tonight she was telling us she was reading about Franklin assistant. Franklin is so crippled, he needed help to go to the bathroom, help to undress to go to bed, and he could never stay, stand up. Yes, he always had, um, well, his one of his older sons, would be right next to him. Right. Um, always uh, either hanging onto his arm or and and doing so without showing that he was holding such a burden. Yeah. Um, and apparently uh, our country wasn't even aware of him being crippled for quite some time. I don't think they realize how badly crippled. They, we all heard that he had polio, but I don't think none of us yeah. knew. He was. It was an unspoken rule or courtesy among the press photographers, which is why we don't have an enormous number of photos with Franklin Delano Roosevelt in a wheelchair because they never snapped until he had stood up and locked his braces 
at a podium when he was going to stand up to speak. They they did not take pictures until that had that was finished. That would never happen today. Never, never. happen today. Never. Not ever, ever, ever. No. They they question health and uh, whether or not the president is going to be able to get by, you know, with mm -hmm. the presidency if they have any kind well, of. Well, I, I was thinking, you know, I think JFK was really had some extreme physical problems, terrible back, different things, you mm -hmm. know, and mm -hmm. you, you know you never heard them play the any of that up, you know, they kept no. that pretty quiet. No, well, oh, this is I the think, first I think Kennedy was the last president who could qualify for kept it quiet status. Yeah. After that, I mean, you know, with, starting with Nixon, right. it was all bets oh, are off. Yeah. He, I, Nixon really ignited the entire um, lack of privacy. It, it really is a lack of privacy, oh, that's lack, of courtesy, yeah. lack of courtesy, lack of respect. It, it's just a general lack, and it was launched... During the Nixon administration. That's when they had a yeah, when the press with Watergate, sure. Dug into, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Merchant Marine Academy is at Kings Point, which is on Long Island. And what's their mascot? Oh. Oh, I didn't know there was going to be a test. Play. <laughs> I said a shipping container. There you go. Who'd be good at, at, at Beaver? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Wait. Wait. I just, I just want to let the family know, this is all, Patricia and I rehearsed this all week, so I guess you let you know that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I have to stop whining. People think I'm serious. <laughs> um, um, mascot, are you serious? What? A mariner? Like the ancient mariner, the guy with the ship that sails the ocean. No. What? Uh, well, that's what Makes it sense. I'm going to find something else. Let me see here. U.S. Marine Academy. I keep meaning to have my laptop ready uh, for these phone calls to help, but I keep forgetting to do so. Mm -hmm. All right. So after this, we have to go to a question. Uh, mascot. Mascot. They have to go to a question. The Mariners. Yep. Their nickname is the Mariners, and their mascot is a Mariner. I let me see if I can find. No, that's just one match. I can't find a picture either. A Mariner. What do you know? The ancient Mariner. The rhyme of the ancient Mariner. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what what kind of question are you in the market for tonight? What you got to offer me? Oh, <laughs> all, right. all right. Oh my goodness! All right. Let me see here. What are you gonna do on you, Patricia? Mm, gonna do. All right. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, we've got. We've got a comedy show, husband and wife team, and one of the questions the woman would be asked fairly regularly is, how's your uncle? Was it Mabel and Jenkins, Burns and Allen, my friend Irma, our Miss Brooks? 
Well, it's not my Miss Brooks, because I'm not aware of any uncle. My friend Irma. Besides my friend Irma, what are the others there? Mabel and Jenkins and Burns and Allen. I've only heard of Burns and Allen and my friend Irma and Miss Brooks. How's your I'm going to say it's, it's got to be uh, either the Burns and Allens or my friend Irma. And I'm going to guess my friend Irma. We're down to one out of three. Mabel and Jenkins, Burns and Allen, our Miss Brooks. Really? This show starred a husband and wife team. Both were former vaudevillians, and one of the questions he would ask her would be, not every week, but he would ask her, how's your uncle? Well, it started as vaudevillians is Burns and Allen. It was Burns and Allen. Now, one of the big clues was that it was a husband and wife team. But it didn't start out as a husband and wife team in vaudeville, though. I beg your pardon? It didn't start off that way. No, it says a husband and wife team who were former Bajillions. Uh-huh. But when they started in radio, they weren't husband and wife? No. No. I love them. Yeah, they I were good. Everybody they were good. Yeah. Okay, what was in your envelope, sir? I catch them on, I think it's called Me TV. And mm -hmm. I Me TV, you're right. They've got some great old stuff on that station. Yes, and... and um, Oh, uh, Benny, Jack Benny. They have him on there, too, and I uh -huh. love him, too. And Terry Mason? Terry Mason, yes. Yeah, Terry Mason is on there as well. So what goes in your envelope this week? Well, how much more do we have to go to finish uh, Gildersleeve? Uh, we have a couple of more left on Gildersleeve. You want me to just keep going on Gildy? Yeah, let's go ahead and finish him off. And then um, I I heard you say something to someone that reminds me it would be another great choice for after then would be um, uh, Life with Luigi. Oh, yeah. Life with Luigi. I don't think I have ever listened to that uh, show. Sure. I can do that. Yeah. So I'll put next week Life with Luigi, or at the end of Gildersleeve. End of Gildersleeve. How much life with Luigi, life with Luigi hmm? is there? Um, I had quite a few of them. I can't recall exactly how many, but uh, somebody asked for it a week or two ago, and when I opened the file, I was surprised at how many episodes were there. You know, quite a few. Okay. All right. The time where he was helping uh, a friend to get ready for the citizenship test. <laughs> And um, something happened that was putting Luigi in a bad light, but he wouldn't he wouldn't say anything because he uh, didn't want to he didn't want to uh, compromise his friend's chance. Anyway, it all came out in a wash, and Luigi was looking, you know, really. Yeah, he was a good-hearted person. He was just a good-hearted person. You're right. You're right. So, okay, Gildersleeve it is. I'll just keep chipping away at Gildersleeve. Okay. Okay. Just listening to 
today. Terrific. As always, so good to be with you guys and you too, uh, listen to the rest of the family. And I, uh, I hope that all the family is doing well. We in with uh, with, um, with Ron while they're over there. They're going to be there a little more than a week. And he said if they got, I, didn't, I couldn't imagine how they could do this with the plane travels and stuff, but he said he was going to do his best to listen tonight and give us a call. So I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, Lynn Noyes, our benefactor and former DJ who lives in Arizona, underwrites our monthly prize and the mailing costs for our CDs. So he really does take good care of us. I get to do the shopping, however, and this month I got a Sylvania MP3 player that has a rechargeable battery, and one is very small. It looks like it's maybe an inch and a half by an inch. I don't know how deep because it's in the box. And the other one is a little bit larger. Now, what's interesting is that the larger one is called Compact MP3 Player, and the smaller one is called MP3 Player. Go figure. Anyway, they each have two gigabytes. Um, both of them have a built-in rechargeable battery. They both come with stereo earbuds, but I guess you could put in your own headset if you wanted to. I don't know. I, I haven't opened one of the boxes. And I'm going to keep one, and I'm going to give one away. So, Walden, you have to tell me. It looks like, hmm, the buttons on the little one, it's actually a, a, a square. And you press on one side, and it goes forward. You press on the other side, it oh, goes yeah, backwards. Oh, yeah, I know, yep, and, I know one you know of those. One? Uh -huh. And fast forward yeah. in the middle type thing. Yep. Well, it's the same setup on the other one. The other one is larger with smaller buttons, and the smaller one has a larger button. So which do you think would be – both of them are pocket. I mean, they're, they're really little. One of them is about the size of a big lighter, and the other one is even smaller than that. So which do you think? I wonder if we should wait until we draw the winner. That way we, we send the right one to the right person. Oh, then the person could pick, and I have to wait until the... 
No? Well, <laughs> I'm just thinking that way we know which one. Well, that, I agree. I think that's a great idea. That way, if somebody who needs a bigger button, uh -huh. they get the bigger button one. Yeah, it's, um, it's really peculiar, though, because the bigger button is on the smaller unit. That's for me. And the little button is on the bigger unit. Personally, I would, I would pick the cutter. I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't worry about the button. Ah, well, the little one is just um, kind of a silver with white button. Yep. And the other one is a really hotshot turquoise. I want blue. You want the blue? I want blue. Well, it's a bluish turquoise. You know, turquoise is kind of a yeah, bluish color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't have it. Okay. Because well, your name isn't in the hat, and therefore I can't pull it out. Okay. Would you like one? I think we'll be okay for now. I got I got a little me a guy machine that can do it for right now. I'm good for you right have, now. You have what for right now? I got a little MP3 player for right now. I'm good. Oh, you do? I'm good. And and what kind is it? What what does it? I, when I say what kind is it, I mean what I, is it little? Is it pocket? I got it. A, I got a. Big, I got a biggie, and it has individual buttons on a big one, and mm -hmm. on a small one, it has big buttons. Like the same thing like you have. Isn't that peculiar? Yeah. I, I, I'm flexible, so I, I, I yeah. work with both. Well, one, one looks utilitarian, and the other one looks sleek. So My, my thinking is most people probably like individual buttons rather than the well, push-button thing. Be my guess. But, but and push button is the only thing they came with. Yeah, but I guess what I'm thinking is the one that the utility one. I think uh -huh. for, I think for some of my buying friends that might be. A the bit one of, with the larger uh -huh. button panel. Yeah. yeah. So it's, a, it's the center button that stop and start. Mm -hmm. And then on either side, you just depress either side of the right. square, and you can go forward, backward, right. louder, or and and up and down, plus right. and minus is yeah. the audio. The volume. So, I mean, it looks, it, it's yeah. certainly simple enough that I can do it, which is pretty simple. But you, you, mm. but you and I went to college, so that's why we... Uh... <laughs> I mean, you know how technically competent <laughs> I am. I am right in there. Boy, oh boy, am I a candidate for engineering school. Oh, you, you could have gotten into the academies. I just know it. Yeah, as long as you don't need French or Latin, I'm cool. Yeah, I think I mean, you need a language. You, yeah, need, you need at least you, one language. You need a language, yeah. At least one. They might even require two now. I, think, I haven't checked the yeah, curriculum. I think my uncle had to do Latin via correspondence to get in to the naval guy. You know, I can understand that. People say Latin, but it is the core of mm -hmm. so many of non-English languages. And, right. of course, we borrow. That's how we, we built our language from leftovers from other languages. So I can understand why Latin would be a requirement. Mm -hmm. It's the core of an awful lot of foreign languages. I mean, foreign to us, anyway. What you think? What you think? I think you're right. 714-545-2071. That's Patricia over there. The one, the one, The one that has a chicken named after her with red feathers. <laughs> I'm Wong Hughes over here in Costa Mesa, Cal. I have no chicken named after you have, me. Well, I hope not, but you don't even have a rooster. I don't have a rooster. Not yet. But Patricia, Ralph, Ralph has got to work on the rooster. But, Ralph, our friend in California, has five chickens. Mm -hmm. And bless his heart, he named one of them Patricia, so, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. So Patricia does have an offspring. It's just a chicken. I don't know about an offspring. I have a sister, maybe. <laughs> I did not birth a chicken, honest. 
I did, I did not lay an egg. <laughs> well, then I didn't lay an egg. I know. We only well, lay, we lay on the radio when we don't do a good show. Yeah. Oh, boy, can I do that? No, um, you've never done a stinker. Say that again? You've never done a stinker. All well, your stuff in good quality. No, not a bad one. Not a really bad one. No. Yet. Yeah. I'm working on We're it. We're working on that. Yes, I'll, I'll keep going on that. But anyway, with these little doodads, um, and they, they really look like fun. I was just so enamored that it had rechargeable battery in it. You're not going to be squirreling around looking for batteries to put in this thing. I guess when you plug it into the computer to download the MP3s on it, it charges at the same time. We're getting pretty, pretty good. That's good. Hey, we're getting pretty close. In about two months, Patricia will have a Saturday night off. June twenty second. I know. June twenty second. We'll be at the Rep Convention Broadcasting. And so Patricia will have that night off. But you never know. John Larry and I might just Skype around and say, Hey where you been? Well I've been I've been listening and since there's a law, I thought I I five minutes of it. You you wanna kick up the law? Oh, yeah, well, I'll pick up the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You going to play the piano for it? Heavy the law. Hey, by the anchor way, away? You can play anchor away? You got to get rid of the, um, not get rid, but you got to get, I, since I forfeited the, the, the uh, Dunkin' Donuts thing, what did you guys do? Oh, that's a secret. I'm working on it. That's a secret. <laughs> you, you ate it by yourself. <laughs> it's a secret. We can't, we're not going to tell you. He bought all the chocolate donuts for him. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't matter. Um, I'll play, I'll play trivia because I want, I want, you said you have the Scarlet Pimpernel? Oh, no, I have the Scarlet Queen. Oh. But the Scarlet Pimpernel, I'll bet I can find yeah, that. Yeah, you can find that. That's been I idea. know it's out there. I'd be happy to do that. Okay. So you have to have a question, right? I'll, I'll have a question. I'll You'll have a question. Because I, I don't want Walter to say that I, I hang up on him. <laughs> okay. And, and no, you Just don't want to do that. Come on, okay. leave the ship, man. <laughs> Boy, question. All right, here's your question. What were the first names of the Bickersons, Mr. and Mrs. Bickerson? What were their names? They're, let's see. Their names are... I think the husband's name was Blanche and the wife's name was John. <laughs> what? <laughs> or what? The, the other way around. I think it was the other way I around. I think it was the other way around. <laughs> the other way around. Yeah. I think it was the other way around. I thought you were joshing me to see whether or not I picked okay, it up. Okay, now let's go, let's go really hard on the Bickerson. The Bickersons, by the could I just, um, the Bickersons were a comedy show with Francis Langford and... Donna Michi. There right. were, there was um, one more. Francis Langford also think, played with, hmm? There was another guy, um, played Right. There was another and, guy that played uh, Lou. And that came later. His name was Leo? Lou, I thought. Lou. Lou, then, what was his last name? I've forgotten. Uh, but there was a gal who would play Francis Langford, who's been on the station. Yeah, you're right. Was it, uh, it wasn't Shirley Mitchell, right? No. A movie actress. Um, Washburn. No. Oh. oh. So one more. Yeah, I know. She has perfect memory. She's in her mid nineties. She attends the radio conventions. I don't know. Marsha Hunt. That, <gasps> that's right. That's right. I knew that. 
okay. My... I knew that, and she was also um, on Duffy's Tavern. Mm-hmm. She was Mrs. Uh, she was um. I guess, I think she was. No, no she was. She was the waitress think for a was, while. You think she was not, Miss Duffy? Not a, who was the waitress? Yeah, had a lot of people who played uh, Miss Duffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was one of the Miss Duffies. Now, my question to you two on the bigger what? side. What was Blanche's sister, sister's name? Oh, my goodness. His Her sister, her brother was <sighs> Amos, and her sister was... Danny Thomas played... Yeah, that's right. That Danny was, Thomas played Amos. Her, her brother. <clears throat> played Amos, which was interesting because his real first name was Amos. What was um, his last name? Who? Danny Thomas. Danny Thomas what? Last name. Oh, my goodness. You said Amos. You're right. Now, what's his last yeah. name? Yeah. Um, I can't remember his last name. I didn't know. I didn't know that he had a, another last name. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yep. What was it? Jacobs. Who? Jacobs. Amos Jacobs. Jacobs. But that was an Americanized version of his parents' name, who were Lebanese. Right. Now, what so did... So, I mean, you could just keep going forever on now, him, but what, Jacobs, you're right. What, I, would, I, what was Danny Thomas' job in radio before he became Danny Thomas? Was he a distraction? Nope. He was... Oh, it was this a was, silly thing. It was 1940. Did he do a sound effect? Yes, he was a sound effect. On um, what show? On what radio show did he did the sound effect? And what, what, he was the sound effect and what, for... And what sound effect roll. was it? Yeah, he, he made... He, it was a sound. He didn't have yes, an acting right. part. He had a He did sounds. On for what radio show? Um... Was it mm, Baby Snooks? Nope. What was no. it? I give up. He worked over at radio station WXYZ and he did horses on the Lone Ranger. Really? On the yes. Lone Ranger? Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, we started at the Bickersons and we wound up with the Lone Ranger. All right. Wow. Now back to the Bickerson. I want back to, to the Bickersons. Uh, we started out the, ones, uh, the two... Performers who were the most popular were Francis Langford and Donna Meachie. Right. And the shtick was that Blanche was a nudge of a wife. John snored at night, and she would wake him up to have him stop snoring, which, of course, he claimed he never did. And they would get into one of these argumentative conversations that was so convoluted and funny. And I haven't had people ask for the Bickersons for a very long time. So, you want the Scarlet Pimpernel, Ron? If you can find it, yeah. I'll find the Scarlet Pimpernel. I know it's out there. Yeah. I've come across it, and I should have grabbed it when I've come across it. All right, Ron, who's the most famous, who was the very first most famous blind piano player? You know, I think, um, okay, well, Okay, for classical music and comedy, Alex Temple... That's what I was thinking. ...was, was really famous. That's what I thought. I thought he was the first big, he well-known was, one. He was, I and mean, he, you know, he was really funny. Yeah. And he, he appeared on the Bing Crosby show. Mm-hmm, he had his own show. And he had his own summer... He was once a summer replacement for Herbert McGee and Molly. Mm-hmm. And, Alex uh, Templeton was? Yep. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I did not know that. I've watched 
and searched for some of his work for you, Ron. You mentioned him a long time ago, and I haven't come across any yet. Oh, is I, he in? Oh, I, is he anywhere in the collection that I sent you? Yeah, I got. I got. Um, I on one of the samplers. He, I, I think I sent you. He's on one of the children. I I have the one that he appeared on a Bing Crosby, uh, you know, silk or whatever. But on Real to Real, I did have the summer replacement for Fumigi and Molly. Wow. I don't have it anymore. Oh, no. The real got kind of I messed up. But but he was, yeah, he, he, he did a lot of shows. He was very, very popular. Thank you on command performance. Yeah. So who else are, are famous blind piano players? George Shearing. Of course, George. Very famous. Let's see, I don't know. I guess, yeah, Alex Templeton. And George Shearing. And Ron Meashiro. There you go, you're in the top three. Top three, okay. Not bad. I'm not proud. I'm <laughs> You're a realist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not humble either. <laughs> I can be, be a little arrogant. But Let me ask you this, Ron. What's the most crazy request you ever got playing? The, the crazy... You know, I, I've been very fortunate. Uh, uh, I don't have crazy requests. <laughs> Some people would like for me to make... Uh, uh, variations on T for two and stuff like that, you know, uh, to make it fancy and to make it like, um, you make it into a wall, mm -hmm. you know, and that that kind of stuff. But um, other than that, I I don't really have any stupid recording. <laughs> like melancholy baby or whatever. <laughs> some some drunk would the the joke. Oh. You'd always have some intoxicated person. Uh, can you baby away? <laughs> oh dear. Does does anybody that was a great question, Walton. Yeah. Does anybody ever ask for some of the really weird things that things like we grew up with with the itty bitty fishies in the itty bitty pond, that kind of stuff? When we have um when we have sing alongs, uh, uh huh. We'll we'll play some of those. Like right, three little fishes? Yeah, that's one. Three little that's fish, it. itty bitty boo. Yeah. That's it? Okay. Yeah, you can tell what I grew up with, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Normally, I get pretty neat dresses, mostly from Broadway productions and stuff like that. So it makes it makes the evening interesting, you know? So what do you do when somebody requests a song you don't know? You keep the dollar anyway, like so many other musicians? <laughs> um, I'll I'll wait. I'll go on YouTube and see if I can learn. <laughs> <laughs> with your iPhone, you play as you listening to it, huh? Good old YouTube. Honestly, oh, what did we do without the Internet? Oh. God bless Al Gore. <laughs> you know, I really am grateful for YouTube because sometimes when you need to learn a song, you, know, you don't have time to go mm -hmm. to a record store or yeah. whatever. On YouTube and you don't even have record stores anymore, do you? Hardly. Yeah. And, and you go on YouTube and you can find them right over there, you know? And you What's the newest songs you've learned so far? 
this what will your life be with now if it, the internet was gone <gasps> look are you asking me or yeah, Ron? both both of us look at no, no look at the three of us i know if if the internet were gone, we're gone. tomorrow or right now let's say they said we're gonna shut down all the internet i i know <laughs> where, where would we be where would we be i know so have a nice life walden i'll be here in the corner i guess you won't you'll be reading your books it, it would, I know, it, it would be like not having books. Uh-huh. I do an awful lot of reading on the Internet. I know. And so... Wow. We, and, we, and I ask myself sometimes, how did we get along without the Internet? I don't know. Yeah? You think, know, about, the, you think about, it's really been only around for a short period of time. Uh, 20 years, yeah. I guess, would be the, about the average about. for everybody hopping on board. You know, some people earlier, some people later, oh, yeah. but I guess has, 20 years is a pretty good number, huh? Yeah, but here's the thing. Because the internet has, well, when we, it was dial-up. It was no fun, really. I know. It kept on buffering, buffering, rebuffering. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> but you got satellite, <coughs> you know, it's become so much faster mm -hmm. and so much yeah. easier. You know, we couldn't do a show on dial-up. There's no way we now, we'd be 90 minutes... It would be 90 minutes, people would be frustrated and they wouldn't know when to call in because it would be 90 seconds behind, two minutes. That seconds. exactly, oh my gosh, it made crazy for uh, for Yesterday USA when the oh. auction, oh, yeah. people were bidding on stuff that were two lots behind. Uh, yeah, so, so internet, as far as the perfection of internet, has come a long way. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. I mean, can you imagine 20 years ago even thinking about doing most of your shopping on the Internet? No. That's right. And who, what we do? And, and, and did you see the news? Now they want to start adding the sales taxes now on the Internet shopping. I know, I know. And actually, they've been trying to do that forever. I know. Um, and I get to, if, if a place that sells material or, you know, anything to me is located in Florida. I get charged Florida tax. Mm -hmm. There are some companies across the board that will charge you sales tax no matter where you are. Hey, when you told me that Amazon makes $10 million every 90 minutes. Yep. Uh-huh. My gosh. I mean, that's, that's how strong Internet buying has become, you know. I mean, and that was a business some people thought would never take off. <laughs> Everybody has to have a book to hold, to touch, to read. No way. I, I'm going to hang up. A, a friend of mine had to return something that was damaged on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. he told me that it was the easiest uh, site to return something. 
they 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 tell you um, you want to return or and you just click on that part and then tell you how to pack it and they don't charge you for the shipping. You can download, you can print out the the label, mm -hmm. you turn it on and you can, you don't get charged for shipping. That's how good Amazon is. Yep. I haven't had very many returns. The only time I've had a problem is if I bought through a third party. It yeah. will say you get you, you might qualify for free shipping from Amazon if your order is big enough, but then you look at the bottom and it's fulfilled by somebody else or it's sold through somebody else. And I had a problem two times with uh, material or items that I got from a different seller, but it was shipped through Amazon. It was fulfilled through Amazon, and they wouldn't touch it. I had to go through the regular, you know, the, the third-party seller and didn't work. So I'm a little more cautious now about, um, you know, even if it's fulfilled by Amazon. But other than that, a couple of times, you're right, uh, two or three times I needed to return something, and one of them they said, never mind, we'll just replace it. And I, it, and another time they credited my account, period. It was, I mean, you're right. They're just wonderful. Amazon and, is fabulous. It's terrific, you know. Yep. Good reasons for people to shop Internet and good reasons for uh, actual retail, hard, you know, storefront retailers to pay attention to what kind of service is being delivered in other areas. That's why Patricia never steps back into a store ever again. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I have, you're right, I, have, well, I haven't been to Walmart. Walmart is so intimidating. Those things one, are so one last, huge. I, mean, I got to let, I got to, I got to, because I got to let other people call you, but mm -hmm. how are we coming along with the Seattle Convention? It is really coming really well. I, that's what I've been doing most of the week, working on that. Um, we're gonna. Uh, our friend Paul's not gonna be able to make it to do the internet streaming, so I gotta find uh, some help up in Seattle to help me for the broadcast. But right now, uh, Stan Freeberg is gonna present his thing Saturday afternoon. Let me give you a quick rundown at the moment what we're planning to do. There's a gentleman who is a professional clown who wants to talk about the techniques in comedy. And on, on radio shows. We're going to start off with that in the morning. John and Gloria are going to do a presentation on the Shamrock Hotel. The famous event. What happened at that hotel. When everything went wrong. Uh, Greg Oppenheimer will do a, a radio show in the morning. Either the third man or my favorite husband. Or the Bickerson. In the afternoon. You're going to hear Frank Ferrante does Groucho March at 2 o'clock. Then after that, Martin Graham will do a presentation on his brand new book on Duffy Tavern. Then we're going to feature a Duffy Tavern that Ivan Curry plays his harmonica on. Ivan's a very fine musician, and we're choosing a Duffy that is Al Adler, the famous harmonica player. In the evening, we'll feature Gunsmoke, the cabin, and then Suspense. Dead earnest. Saturday morning, we're going to start off with Cynthia Collier, going to be our special guest via Skype, and we're going to present photos of her dad. Martin has found a bunch of photos of her dad, and we're going to put it as a slide presentation. And then uh, 
Martin's going to talk about an update book on Calvacate of America. Then we're going to do Inner Sanctum. And in the afternoon, Stan Freeberg in Seattle will do two hours on his career. Video and audio clips. Gory McMillan going to direct Winnie the Pooh. In the evening, we're going to do The Whistler. With Chuck McCann playing The Whistler. Starring Terry Moore. And then we're going to probably wind up with The Halls of Ivy starring Don and Leslie Hastings. And then Sunday morning we'll present the Lifetime Achievement Award to Tommy Cook. Wow. And so far in Seattle, Gloria McMillan's going to be there, Beverly Washburn, Terry Moore, Bob Hastings, Don Hastings, Chuck McCann, Stuffy Senior, Ivan Curley, Tommy Cook, and Stan Freeberg. Now, where does Stan Freeberg live? He lives here in L.A. Is he coming to Spurback? I think so. I think that we're discussing to have Stan do a presentation at Spurback. Yeah. November, right? Yep. I think we're going to do it. Good. And, and tonight, everybody, Gloria McMillan and her husband are doing a soft shoe routine at their studio, and I'm been invited. I'm going to attend their show tomorrow afternoon. Huh. Gloria doing her tap tap routine. Now, these programs that you mentioned are, yeah, are recreations, right? Uh-huh. Recreation with the actors. You bet. Okay. okay. And we'll have uh, Randy McMillan, who is blind, who will be our piano player. Who's that? Randy McMillan. He does all the live music up in Seattle, mostly. Oh. So when we need to do, you know, like the Inner Sanctum organ or uh, uh, the, the music for Halls of Ivy, you know, that way they can back Ron... Duffy and John and Larry when they sing the quartet as when they sing the song, The Hall's Rivalry. Wow. Yeah. Huh? Patricia, did I lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, I thought I heard it quick. No, no, I'm here, I'm here. Okay. It sounds I, like an exciting uh, agenda, Walt. It should be fun. We've spent a lot of work this week trying to get stuff ready. And Chuck McCann said, Walden? I want to do a show with Lionel Barrymore. Has anybody heard his uh, impersonation of Lionel Barrymore last night? Especially he, Christmas Carol, he, he, he was good. Oh, man, I can see it doing... He wants to do something with Lionel Barrymore one of these years. So it'd be fun to do that. Well, it, it sounds like you got a nice agenda. Well, we'll be, we'll be um, pulling for you guys. Thank you. Good luck. And all that kind of good stuff, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week. All right, Ron. Aloha. 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 Are we here? Uh huh. I think I'm going to You're sneeze. Here. I'm going to turn off my microphone while I do that. Ron, I know you're still listening. Lynn is in California as of tonight. Hello there. You're and on there. Yeah. Are you there now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Hello, Carl. Yes, go Walton. How you doing this morning? Jerry, you're oh, early. Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? This is Jerry from Maryland. This is early. Oh, yeah. yeah. You sure? I mean, you, you want to call back in a couple hours? I mean, that's when you normally call. Uh, are, are you getting up or going to bed? Uh, getting up. <laughs> Had a hard day yesterday. What's going on? Uh, oh, I had a... Somebody, somebody around here had a birthday, and... They had to make a big deal about it. So. Oh, 
Did you have a birthday? Did you know? Did you notice somebody that had a birthday? Yeah. <laughs> well, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Jerry! Yeah, I share a birthday with uh, President Grant. Well, that's not too bad. You and you and Louis, uh, at Grant, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we was old drinking buddies. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you won the war. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he was a mean drunk, though, I tell you. <laughs> well, and you, and you were, you were low-key and mild and... Oh, yeah, yeah, always. ...designated walker, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good, Patricia. <laughs> so, uh... So, did you have a, did you have a birthday meal or anything at home, or what, what with the, uh... Oh, just, just cook out. And what do we have? Uh, just, just normal stuff. I, uh... Um, had a beef butcher this week, so I had some fresh hamburger and some steaks and stuff. And, uh, you know, just normal stuff. Sounds good to me. Yeah. You have a birthday cake? Yeah, that was something unusual. I, you know, I don't really eat much cake, and, and I, yeah, I can't eat it anyway. And, uh, um, well, she just bought one, and she went to the Acme and just picked something up. But they had something rather unique. I, I, I'm sure it's pretty common, but I hadn't seen it before. Uh-huh. Uh, instead of a sheet cake, it was uh, a whole bunch of cupcakes on a tray then iced over the top like a cake. Oh, how fun! What a creative thing! Who did so, that? Uh, you know, all the kids just grab a, grab a cupcake and go. <laughs> well, that is great fun. Did your wife do that? No, she bought it over at Acme. I had never seen it done before. Uh, but She could have said yes, huh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. Now, is Acme a local place, or is that a national chain on the East Coast? No, that's a, that's a chain store, Acme. Uh, oh. I, it used to be nationwide, I think. Yeah, I thought they were. I, I don't know heard, about I, now. I, I, I never heard of them. I never did. I, I've heard of them. They were in the Northeast. I haven't seen one down here. So maybe it is a northeast doohickey. Well, Ask me supermarket. Is Mellon the northeast or not? Oh, yeah. Wholly owned subsidiary of Albertsons. Oh, I know Albertson. That's big out here. Uh, well, Albertsons owns these guys, like Sears owns Kmart, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And let's see what they say here. It says nothing. <laughs> Chicken breasts. We don't want to do that. Happy recipe, weekly ads. Let's see, where does it say about us? It doesn't say nothing about us. So we need wiki, good old wiki, right? Sure. Wikipedia. Supermarket chain, Delaware Valley metropolitan area. Hmm. I thought, yeah, I never paid much attention, but I thought they were all over the country. I thought so, too. They must have paired back, because they were up in New York when I was there. Okay. Owned by Boise, Idaho-based corporation Albertsons. Head, its headquarters is in Pennsylvania. Began in 1891. Um, identity. Um, I, I remember, I remember Wiley, Wiley Coyote used to deal buy stuff from there a lot. Huh. <laughs> Expansion and acquisition. Okay. 
1961, American Stores Company acquired Southern California's Alpha Beta chain of supermarkets. Does that sound familiar, Walden? Yeah, yeah Alpha Beta is very famous. It was very famous out here, yes. And, and it's not, okay. So these guys gobbled that one up. Yeah. American Stores bought the Philadelphia franchise rights to Pizza Hut. Wow. Acme would also acquire stores from Kmart Foods. And let's see, between food fair, oh, they acquired many stores during food fair's bankruptcy. Now, food fair was in the Northeast as well. Never heard of that. Sold, American stores was sold, current operates. Everybody gobbles up everybody else. Gee willikers. All right, so what have we got now? We've got competition, competition, competition. It's dominant in the Philadelphia market. How about that? So now we've got Pennsylvania operates in two counties of Delaware, four counties in Maryland, 16 counties in New Jersey, um, and withdrew from Sussex County, Delaware, and a name I cannot pronounce in Maryland. So it's really pulled back. And it was in New Jersey. They used to have them in New York as well. Hmm. Everybody gobbles up everybody. And we don't even know who the gobblers are anymore. Some of the kid, Acme and A&P, seem to pretty much own the business, the grocery business around mm-hmm. here. Uh-huh. And, uh, and we, there was a Safeway in there as well. A Safeway still oh, around? Yeah, Safeway's still big. They've, they've scaled back a lot. Safeway's gone. Oh, here. That was a... Yeah. Really? Vaughn's Von, eating Safeway. Our big thing out here is now Vaughn's. we got Shop Online, Store Locator. Food, food Lion's coming big up here now, where oh. it used to be big in the south. And Food Lion disappeared from down here. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if they're out of Florida, but they're not in my area any longer. My they're goodness. Been up here. Uh, well, I mean, not about the last couple of years, but they got big a few years ago. Okay, A&P Grocery Store. What was the name of their product, their store product? Well, I thought it was a grocery store. There's a famous radio show in the 20 called the A&P Gypsies, but... Okay. A&P was a name associated with it. That's exactly right. That was their their A&P store brand name, and Page Products. You got it. Okay, now, is Piggly Wiggly, is that strictly a Midwest thing? No. That's an East thing? No, but Piggly Wiggly, yeah, yeah, it it is, hold on. Okay. Piggly Wiggly. Wasn't there another one that's somewhat like that? Name of a store? 18 states. Piggly Wiggly? 750 stores. Wow, 750 stores is a lot of Piggly. All right. You guys keep talking now. Keep talking. <laughs> While I find out about Piggly Wiggly. Go ahead, got, a, got a juvenile honeysucklewhite.com, whatever that is. Go to the recipe. Home. Contact us. Where is home? This is home. We need about us. There we go. Piggly Wiggly. 
everybody needs to know about Piggly Wiggly. Started in 1916. And all in a name, let's see, people predicted novel idea would fail. What was the novel idea? Clarence Saunders in grocery stores at the time, shoppers presented their orders to clerks who gathered the goods from the store, I guess like Lum and Abner. Oh. Saunders, who was the founder, a flamboyant and innovative man, noticed that this method resulted in wasted time and expense, so he came up with the unheard of solution that would revolutionize the entire grocery industry. He developed a way for shoppers to serve themselves. So they went shopping, and people told them it would never catch on. They had, they had shopping baskets, open shelves, and wow. no clerks to shop for the customer. And Shame on him. We, so he was the pioneer wow, of, the, that of the grocery store. Wow. About that. And nobody knows why he chose Piggly Wiggly. One story is that he saw from a train window several little pigs struggling to get under a fence. And the rhyming name occurred to him then. Well, that sounds stupid. Someone once asked him why he had chosen such an unusual name for his organization, and Saunders replied, so people will ask that very question. Right. Now that sounds reasonable. That's a good marketing man. You have a stupid, a stupid name, and people will ask a stupid question, but they'll never forget who you are. How about that? More than 600 Piggly Wiggly stores, 17 states. Man, that's a lot of piggies. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, are, do you have Piggly Wiggly out with you, Walden? Nope. I always thought it was strictly a Midwest thing. But I guess not. I guess not. Let's see. We've got Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, or Louisiana, Minnesota, Missouri, Mississippi, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. So it's all along well. No, Oklahoma nothing, isn't. Nothing in Maryland. <clears throat> oh well. And nobody in Maryland. No. How did that happen? Yeah, we're on the wrong side of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> said, that's not 17 states. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15. Piggy, you don't even know where you are. Why do they call the Mason-Dixon line the Mason-Dixon line? Oh, because Mason lived north and Dixon lived south. I don't know. That's we looked that up one night and I forgot. Yeah, they, they, they did the survey, didn't they? Does, it, does the line run north and south or east to west? East-west. East and west, but That's it's right. all wiggly. It goes pretty far north. Does it go up to the New Jersey border? No, Mar Maryland and Virginia is the border. Maryland, okay. We're on the, we're on the wrong side of it. We, you know, Maryland is, has more southern interest than northern interest, but the, we're on the All right, let's see here. Mason-Dixon. And does it go down uh, to Texas, or it must cover most the... South, I guess, right? The Mason-Dixon line was surveyed between 1763 and 67 by Charles Mason and Jeremiah Dixon oh. in the resolution of a border dispute between the British colonies in colonial America. And the Mason-Dixon line, boy, it is far north. I knew it was pretty far north, but let's see here. 
Don't go away. Boy, we learned so much on this show. <laughs> Where else could you get a history lesson with such strange people? Next time I was mistaken, we are on the Maryland is on the south side. Uh, Delaware and PA is on the north side. Okay. Yep, it chops right I, through. Um, yeah, I knew it runs between Maryland and uh, PA. Cause yep, it chops through Maryland and... So it starts north, right? So it starts, what, Delaware, right? Yeah, uh, Delaware's on the north side, Maryland on the south. Like I said, I knew that because I, I know people that were they were born in a house that was on the uh, Mason-Dixon line. They, their uh, bedroom was in on one side and their living room was on the other. Wow. Okay. Anyway, uh, yes, yeah, the map shows it going here. West Virginia's on the south, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, is K south. Kentucky south, okay. Missouri south. Tennessee would be south, right? Yeah, oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, then you have, uh, what, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa is on the north. Okay. That's the short of this one. So I wonder how far it actually goes. I wonder if it goes all the way into Texas or Louisiana. No, well, I mean, uh, it goes Kansas, uh, the Missouri line. Okay. Uh, and then it, then it ends with at the, uh, look at Missouri, uh, at the, uh, at the other side of Iowa, it shows here on this map. Oh. Did we lose Patricia? I think we did. Hold on, Jerry. Let me get her back. Alright. And we'll be right back, everybody. Let me get up. It happens about this time of the evening. Her phone disconnects, so we'll bring her back. And do this. Jaws for Windows is ready. Welcome to Skype. Press it. Calls to Skype trademark. Patricia Hotel. Patricia Carolyn Drive. Page up. Bill Grind. Phone. Plus page. Page up. Favorites. Drag. Con. All. Chain. Bill Bragg. Online. Three. Bill Bragg. Echoes. Imagine. Ivan. Jerry. Jimmy. Nolan. Plus one. Bill. Cynthia. Dennis. Frank. Jepson. Jim. K. A. Carolyn. Carol. Patricia Hewitt, phone number, application, send SM, invite a group call, enter, oh, leaving right. menus, Patricia Hewitt, phone number, unloading job, cancel, okay. That should do it. I'll stop talking. You will. Yeah. Well, Joe and I are having a good time. <laughs> did you miss me? Yeah, we sure did. That's why I called you back. Can you hear me now? No, I can't. She speak up. <laughs> Very good. Speak up. <laughs> That was a good answer. That was a good answer. Well, anyway, we left off at the Mason-Dixon line, and you're right. It follows the entire southern border of Pennsylvania. Jersey goes all the way down to Missouri. Well, let's see. The original one stopped just short of the western uh, corner of Pennsylvania, and it calls this the map of the original Mason-Dixon line. So it was um, Delaware. Driver's editor. I think we do, but I think you have to pay for it. Um, and for for people who may or may not know, at least in high school, they offered a semester of driver's ed. That way, you at least learned the rules of the road before you went in and took your driver's license test. Yeah. And they don't offer that. But you're saying you got to pay for that now. Yeah, yeah, you have to pay for it because 
I don't think it goes to the school anymore, but I think the school just holds it on its ground. I also sort of think it would be practical that kids know what how a car works. You know, the engine, the things like that. That way they have some idea, just in case something breaks down, at least, you know, they're not well, totally dependent. They do, an, they do have an auto shop class. Okay. Uh, but that can only go so far, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, unless you went to, um, unless you went to a college specifically for it, but... They do teach you some pretty, um, the basic stuff in case you do break down, but... Um, how about a handyman class, Patricia? How kids can learn how to use tools? Yeah. What do you think, Matt? Well, maybe, I don't know if they're, they're still, um, gee, I can't even remember shop. the different curriculum. They don't, they, they don't they had, they had, um, carpentry and shop, uh, you know, with, with machines and auto repair. Um, and even here in the high school curriculum, they had those opportunities for kids who were not academically oriented and who would not or could not compete for a college placement. They they went out with enough practical skills that they could go out looking for a specific job. Do they have shop still, Matt? Um, I, I believe they do, okay. yes. So these kids can go out and go to work with a hammer and a screwdriver and be apprentices in many of the trades. Huh. Yes? Um, certain, um, certain classes in my school, but not very many. Um, well, a lot of problems nowadays is, uh, getting the parents to say okay and being able to afford uh, things like that. Wow. Well, so I guess it's all kind of, it's a lot that have disappeared with the bicycle cuts. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the old, like, um, wood shop is canceled now um, because uh, our school can't afford it. So, you have any elective right now, or do you have to wait till next year before you get to choose? Oh, no, I do. I'm in law. Okay, that's elective. Um, I'm in law and graphic design. And, uh, and what choices did you have? Were there other electives available, or have that gotten smaller? No, I used to take medical careers. Okay. Um, there's a lot more. There's uh, metal shop, um, auto shop. There's this dance, but I'm not a very dance type person. Um... There's a lot of things, um, like where you can get involved with the community. I'm not sure what it's called. Uh, uh -huh. uh, and also something called JROTC for like the military kind of people. Um, right. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, Patricia, do you have anything to say on this? Um, don't want to leave you out. I think we lost her. Do it. No, I'm here. Oh. Yeah, Funny, we I was listening nobody, while, you, while nobody, the two of you were talking. I made coffee. Nobody <laughs> can hear her. She's gone. She disappeared. I'm here. No, I don't hear her, Matt. Do you? What? I don't hear her. Do you, Matt? No, I thought my mute was on because I'm talking to myself and you're being fresh again. I know. That's okay. Yes, I'm what here. Kind, what kind of coffee? Pardon? Are you making Maxwell House? <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, George and Gracie. <laughs> Ugh. No, no, no Maxwell House. Okay. What brand are you using? Um, there's a brand called um, Don Francisco. Huh. That and they've got some flavored coffee that are, and it's pretty good. That sounds like, like a lot of money. 
Yeah, it does. Actually, yeah. it's the least expensive one I can buy. And I found them on sale. So I got two. Now I have to go back, and they're not on sale anymore. But they're usually $6 a tin, and you get 12 ounces in the tin. They used to have 13, but now it's the same size, but they're... Uh, there's a little wait a minute, wait layer wait at the top it's, of vacant air, you know. Didn't they used to have 16 ounces at one time? Oh, yes. A pound of coffee really was a pound of coffee at one time. Now we're down to 12 ounces? What's wrong? Now we're down to 12 ounces. At first it went to 15. Yeah. And then it went to 13. Yeah. And now most of them are down to 12. So manufacturers discovered a long time ago that they can get a lot more mileage out of consumers if they charge the same amount but kind of pass off the product as I think similar it's a in crime. size. I think it's a crime. I mean, ice cream used to be a half gallon. I know. It's a crime. No. It's a crime. And then, you know, I mean, look at the candy bars at the checkout. Yeah. They used to be candy bars. Yes. Now they're niblets. Just little itty bitty things. In sugar shortages, when the candy bars got smaller, people went up in arms. So, um, Matt, so Matt, what they, do you do? What do you do during the day today? Today? Yep. Well, today I went with my friend uh, to the basketball courts uh, with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, let's see what else I did. Um, I didn't do much today. I guess I cleaned the house. Um, a little bit here and there. Uh, didn't much, and then uh, we went to a fast food restaurant, did something to eat, and then um, just watched a couple of TV shows, waiting for yesterday Wait, USA to oh go on. Gosh. Now I'm here. Fast food. Now fast what kind food. of fast food place? Where do you go? What kind of fast food? It was Taco Bell. Taco oh, that's, Bell that's is right the, up. It's good stuff. That's right up Walden's alley. Now what about Del Taco? Have you ever eaten a Del Taco? Uh, yes. Um, I actually am filling out an application. So I could work there, um, but yeah, I eat there rather maybe once a month because I live right across the street from there. So what hours are you gonna try work the summer, or work out, when are you gonna try to fit fit working in your schedule? Uh, I'm gonna try working the summer, but I'm gonna try working night shifts um, if that's possible. But whatever um, shifts I can get is good for me. I had a friend that. Uh, was a hungry student in high school, and he liked the night shift because they always put the hamburgers on five minutes before closing time, just in case somebody drove by, and they figured nobody then the staff would feed themselves. So, don't know how ethical that is, but that's what I guess people would do. I have never eaten a Taco Bell product. Does that? Did, where, where well, that actually, I think Del Taco. I think you would like Del Taco. I've I've never eaten there either. I think Del Taco really? only only the West Coast. Okay, then why would I like it? Because it's really good. How could I like it? It's really good. Really good. Yeah, it stuff. is really good. No, I've never done a Taco Bell. I haven't lived. They've, there's one just around the corner from me. Well, sort of around the corner. Wait a minute. Do you like tacos? Well, I haven't had one in a million years. Yes, I guess I do like tacos. And you need to swing over to Taco Bell. So I need to stop in a Taco Bell. Do you like burritos? They have more things. I mean, they have these 
um, Crunch Wrap Supremes that are about. Um, Walden, have you uh, have you had a Crunch Wrap Supreme? No, I haven't. What is that like a burrito? What's that like? It's kind of like a burrito. Uh huh. Um, it's made out of the same uh, tortilla, but it's in a circle form, kind of like in the shape of an octagon kind of thing. Have you ever tried those Marshall Combo Burritos? Oh, yeah, those are really good. My brother liked those, and Patricia, those things must weigh five pounds. <laughs> oh, my word. It's all, all beans, all rice, chicken. What do you think, Matt? Don't you agree? I mean, about five pounds worth of stuff. Yeah. I mean... Taco Bell puts a lot of meat in um in and um, the ingredients in their burritos to get you full. Yeah. Good stuff. Now, one of, one of these has a soft shell that you can wrap up. Which one is it? Um, That's a burrito, normally. A burrito, okay. So I, I had burritos, but I've not had tacos. Now, I like, I'm personally, when I go to tacos, I like the crispy shell. I'm a corn <laughs> kid myself. You like the crispy one? Mm hmm. What about you, Matt? Um, I lean more towards the, um, uh, the Flour? soft shell. Okay, you're a soft shell kid. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like the crunch, so I guess that's why I'm a cruncher. Well, this stuff falls out, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's, but it tastes better. You know, It tastes better when it falls out? Yes. Boy, I have a lot to learn. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. All right. Matt? Yes. Who rode a horse named Trigger? Uh-oh. Roy Rogers. Oh, man! <laughs> oh, you did it. All right, we'll start working on a different cowboy next week. Good for you. So, what, did your friend, girlfriend playing basketball, or what, what was the purpose of the basketball game? Oh, well, we had just been over there to um, just really hang out and get out of the house, but they made a wager. Um, whoever, that's why we had gone to Taco Bell. Whoever won had to pay for the other person. <laughs> oh, a little bit on the line here. Yeah, and my girlfriend, not, sorry about my girlfriend, my friend's girlfriend beat him. So he had a buy? Yeah. What were they playing, horse? Uh, no, they were playing whoever made the most basketball shots, um, whoever made a certain amount of points first won. And a girl beat him? Yeah. It was 12 to 6. She, she buried him. Did I did I hear a little bit of disbelief in there? A girl beat him. Well, yeah, you know, she probably she probably playing the college team next year, probably. Well, she's in varsity. Excuse me. I don't know if you saw, but there's, there's a gal. Uh, just I, I don't know if you seen the news, Matt. The gal played for Baylor. I think she just she's the one who. Swam dunk 18 times in college. I mean, there's some of these gals who are just amazing. Um, yeah. A lot of them. Well, I mean, I well, just can't believe you have this tone well, in your voice. Is it well, a I'm girl? Just, I, I guess the, uh -huh. the, the thing is about this gal, the, the overall history, like, it's been swam dunk by females 15 times. This gal's done it 18 times herself by herself. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. You had gouts? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. So, so Matt, I, I picked gangbusters for your law enforcement show that you picked last week. What would you like this week? Huh. You going to give him a show before he answers a question? 
Yeah, he did. He gave, he gave oh, you um, Roy that, Rogers. Oh, that answers that. Okay. You're, yeah. You're, 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 classic make perfect. Okay. He did. Yeah, he did good. Yeah, okay. So next week we have to work on a different horse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. What do I want? What do I want? You're going to work on silver on him, or what are you going to do? Sure, we okay. can do that. Okay. Huh. Um, I don't know. Walden, do you have any good radio shows? Well, you want to know... Wait a minute. Give my love a mystery, Patricia. Yeah. If, if, it's, if, it's, if it's good Walden, that... It's a good... It's, a one, it's something I grew up... I liked as a kid. And I still like it. I love uh, a mystery. I, I really enjoy that show. It is a fun show. The problem with my files is that one, at least one of the, this is a series, a serial show. Yeah. So they deal with the same problem in each episode until they finally get to the end and then everything is solved. I have a problem with my files because one of the shows had scripts available but no shows available and some kind of an amateur group performed. Temple Vampire what is on these recordings and it's not all the way through Matt but when you get to this one I've warned you okay it's, it's temple vampires it's the one she's talking about we have 11 of the 20 episodes and there was an amateur group in San Francisco did the other nine did so. the other nine and it's an amateur group but the rest of them are okay so um, it's good for listening, and I Love a Mystery will be in your folder, but when you call back, you're going to say, what? oh my gosh, what? I know just what you were talking about. What? Yeah. But it's not all of them. It's just this one particular series, and I have several series, so you'll have fun with them. Oh, that's good. Um, I was looking to have fun, I guess. Okay. So, all right, well, are you, you, wait a minute. So, when, if you start working at Del Taco, you're going to send Patricia a Del Taco in the mail, right? Oh, wonderful. Uh, yes. Yeah, see? She'll do and, it for you. A cold and, taco. And what kind of condition is it going to be in when it well, gets here? It'll be in a Ziploc bag, so who cares? No, that depends. Yes, or FedEx. She'll put flash, um, he'll put flash on the box. Yes. There you go. I'm losing tonight, aren't I? I, I don't know about that. I think I'm, I'm so sleepy you're, that I can't fight back. That's what the problem is. Uh -huh. I have to get all spunky here. Uh -huh. um, okay, Matt, I love a mystery. And you've got a whole bunch of other stuff in your envelope, and they will be out probably within the next week. Fantastic. Thank you guys very much. Right, okay, Matt, have a great night. You guys too. Take care. Bye-bye. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. I had eight hours of sleep. I'm starting to get going. And I didn't. And, Don't pick on me. Yeah, I know we're gonna we're gonna stay extra late tonight. Just Don't pick on me, okay? Hello there. Don't pick on her. Don't don't you dare call her. This is Kurt from Auburn. Are you gonna pick on her? No. Okay. Not. I wouldn't do that. I know that, but you see, no. She, Kurt is nice. He he treats me really well. I know I'm, that. I'm just popping back in to say that that. If you're giving him I Love a Mystery, that I will see if I can get him a copy of Adventures by Morse. That would be a super, I was thinking the same thing. So that, cause that's, oh. a diffy two, that's diffy two episodes and, uh... Okay, but that's got the long stories and the short, the short stories. stories. So, that, so then he can, so I'll try and get him that yep. uh, to listen to. There you go. Cause I think it'd be good to uh, expand his horizon. Yeah, and those are, those are good shows. It so was. I'll let you go. Bye! <laughs> 
Thank you for treating me well. Now, wait a minute. Family? What? Is our Patricia neglected? Is she not being taken care of? Oh, I'm not neglected. Of? Is she not being taken care of? I'm being abused. No. Is she being abused? You can call 714-545-2071. If she's not being abused, you can call 714-545-2071. What? See, I knew she was gonna say that. What? Nobody, nobody thinks she's abused, so you're not ca calling in. I'm wait. Safe. Wait. Somebody's out there. Nobody, Somebody is nobody, out there. Nobody. Nobody. Wait. Eva there. didn't even talk to me tonight. I know. Well, she's writing. Well, I mean, that's okay that she's writing, but I mean, girls ruled last week. There were two of us. I know, but you know, you know, we all know that girls rule the world anyway. So, hello there. You're on there. Hey guys, how are you? I'm fine, Paul. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Today. Good. Now, later in the day, yes. You woke up? Yeah, yes. Good. Uh, I did. Good. <laughs> good. So, so about, uh, let's see, you start at 7.30. I will put about 8, I guess. And, um, I don't know, just from the little bit I'm hearing, I'm kind of sensing you being just a little oversensitive. Oh. Patricia? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mean me? Yes. Oh, no. She's from New York. She, you know, she, she's tough. I'm tough. You're from I'm New tough. York? Wait, I beg your pardon? Yes. I am from New York, yeah. Yeah, yes. I really, really am. Uh, uh, you grew up there from... Until, like, adult or what? I really, really did. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I know. I know. I'm not being sensitive. I'm being a brat. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth. I'm just being a brat. Yeah, you know, she was born in New Jersey, grew up in New York. So, she, you know, don't, you, 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 oh. you don't, you don't mess with Patricia. <laughs> You're not a real hard nose thing, huh? Right, You're now, not a real hard-nosed now, New Yorker. Now, well, sure I am. Yeah. Can't you tell? Now, now, Paul. Oh, you're throwing. Here, yeah. here, here's Patricia as a kid. Go ahead, Patricia. Turn on your New Yorkie. What? <laughs> what? I mean, like, how you throwing tonight, huh? Yeah. You want to go out and play on the stoop? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> play on the stoop, huh? Uh-huh. On the stoop. You have to say it yeah. right. There's a lot of stoop life, huh? At least in the early days, probably what? when it was considered safer to be out there. At least from the old black and white movies that I watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, those stoops were everything. You know, you'd watch the kids uh, out there uh, playing with the fire hydrant running. Uh huh. Did, did you did you do that when you were little? No, actually, I grew up. Just outside of New York City. I wasn't in New York City. Oh, so about, about, a... about 20 miles from the middle of Manhattan. Yeah, she, grew, just... up, she grew up with the Badgers. With the what? The Badgers? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. We didn't have Badgers. Oh, okay. Well, well, we what... had stuffs, but we didn't have Badgers. What kind of wild animals you had in New York? Well, we had, I guess, just about what everybody else had. We had deer uh -huh. and raccoon and foxes and 
and possums. <laughs> we had possums. My goodness, we had possums. And groundhogs and chipmunks and bears and stuff like that there. Well, you're 20 miles out of New York. That's pretty wild for only being 20 miles outside of New York. You know, what what you could see from the George Washington Bridge was that kind of wild stuff. Well, you know what I think it was? Because rooms, living in Manhattan for the animal was too expensive, so they get moved out to the woods. That's right. They, they packed their little tails and left. <laughs> yes, yes, this is true. I'm so unfamiliar with, with all of that New York and Brooklyn and Jersey and all of that. Um, I, what I only am aware of is just from what little bits and pieces I pick up, you know, from TV, uh -huh. movies, whatnot. Have you ever been to New York? No, never been to New York. But uh, I guess in, is it uh, upper New York where you have really great hunting and outdoors? Yes, yes, and it, it, it really isn't all that far, and well, it is now, because development has kind of crept up there. But yes, uh, it, it's quite mountainous. You know, West Point, people know about West Point. It's very rustic. It, it, rustic is the best that I can come up with, and it's very rural and rustic in that area, and it's about... Oh, an hour and 15 minutes from the center of Manhattan. You said West Point is? Yeah. West but Point, the military academy and where, you know, Major Andre and George Washington and all of those people hung out. Um, and it's only not not an awful lot more than an hour out of downtown Manhattan. Who was Major Andre? Mm-hmm, Major who, Andre. Who, who, who's that? Who is Major Andre? Right. Major Andre was hanged as um, a traitor. I don't know anything about Major Andre. He's got a very interesting I've history. I've never heard of him either. What, that American Revolutionary War stuff? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Huh, okay. It was. Well, I know huh. Eisenhower and those guys went to West Point. Yeah. Yeah. And Grant graduated oh. from West Point. Right, and Robert, and e I think Robert E. Lee. Yes, he did. Um, of course. Um, my goodness. Who else? What, who, which other military people became president, or which presidents were military people? Oh, quite a few. Of course, George Washington was a <laughs> was a president and a general. I can just go through this the list here. No, well, no. I'm just, I'm just talking. Who would be candidates to have graduated from West Point? Well, Andrew Jackson would have not. I don't think. Are you from Tennessee or? Can, uh, I don't think he went to West Point. Uh, William Harrison. Uh, might have. The one that spoke, you know, who was wore, didn't wear a hat and got cold and died from pneumonia in his inaugural. He might have been a West Point candidate. Um, President's West Point. Which see. presidents graduated from West Point? Let's see here. I learned reading. Isn't the internet wonderful? What can we do without the internet? We call librarians instead, I think. Oh, my gosh, my reference librarians. Gosh, I love those people. 
I love those people. All right, let me see. Got to come up here. Got to come up. Where is the answer? Where is the answer? Well, I think George Marshall and Omar Bradley would have been West Point cadet guys, I would think. Well, somebody blew it here. <laughs> and I think, I think as for one time, everybody, you only got one degree when you went to the academy. Does anybody recall what degree you could get? If you went to the academy, what, what, what the only degree you could no. gotten? No idea. Paul, you remember? No. I think they they only offered one, and that was in engineering. So if you went to, uh, to the academy at one time, that's the only degree you could ever earn. Can you say it again? Engineering. Engineering. In engineering. So if you decide to go to West Point. Or the Naval Academy, you only, you only had one choice of a degree. Engineering. Engineering. Huh. I don't think most people knew that, I guess. No, I would think it'd be uh, all kinds of strategy. Mm-hmm. Well, that was part of the curriculum. But, uh, but they wanted them to... degree. Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe if they attack uh, of war... At the end, end of it, engineering of war. I guess so, yeah. Well, engineering is um, a really intricate program. And you get everything from architecture mm -hmm. and... Mechanical. Everything mechanical, uh, electrical. Electrical. Those are the ones you think about. Actual construction. So everything that you wound up with in an engineering program would be applicable in the military. Mm-hmm. And after you said it, I said, oh, that's right. I know you're right. I have heard it before. Now, I think that, I don't know if they have other choices now, but one time, that's, that if you were going to go to the academy, and I don't know if most people knew, you had to be sponsored by a congressman to get in. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you had to. You, you still do. You still do. Mm -hmm. And they get a chance to nominate, I forget, maybe one or two kids a year. Each Congress person, and that's how you get in. Hmm. So somebody has to make up the case for this person and get the get the senator to sponsor. Him. Yeah, a congressman. Uh huh. A congressman. Yeah. And you get. Appointed. You know what I learned recently? Um, you know, Springfield Armory is a a company firearms manufacturer. And in front of my catalog, it points out the year that George Washington ordered it to be built for production of arms for the country. Huh. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. And it's still alive today. I'm, I'm I'm quiet here because I got sent out doing to do my homework. Are it you says back? only Grant and Eisenhower are the only one. Are the only presidents who graduated from West Point. Uh, did Jimmy Carter go to the Annapolis? I know he was a yes. Navy guy. Yes, he so, he was a Navy guy. So is he the only president from the uh cat from. From Annapolis? Yeah. 
presidents from Annapolis. Is that the Navy version? Right, that's in Maryland. I've been I've been to Annapolis. I have never been to West Point. What U.S. presidents went to Annapolis? Looks like Carter was the only one who graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy. Oh. Who? Jimmy Carter. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Carter, President Carter. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the only one. I'm surprised. I would have thought at least by the... I'm, I couldn't come up with a name I would even think would go... Hmm. Well, then no. is that where uh, they would have submarine school in there also uh-huh. Ireland. Yeah. No, no I, think, I think I watched, uh, you guys ever watch history detectives on public television? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good show. I, I watched one time and uh, they ended up um, going to that submarine academy there and uh, questioning uh, one of their top guys about and I can't remember what it was, but it was fascinating to just hear a little bit about that school. Now, what, I think the Coast Guards have a college, and I think it's somewhere in the Northeast. Um, Coast Guard does have a school. Now, I have to go do that, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, homework, homework, homework. I know. I think, homework, homework, homework. I think the Coast Guards are somewhere in the Northeast. I think we all know that the Air Force Academy is in Colorado Springs. Right. Um, I guess that's all we have, huh? I think those are the four. Yeah. All right, let's see. Coast Guard. Are you sure about the Air Force Academy being there? Uh-huh. Yes. Well, okay, then uh, you must be able to go to another place in the Air Force also that is not there because my son joined and I remember him being in Texas. Right, if you were going to go in, in, to be an enlisted man, you, you could go different parts of the country. But if you, were going to, if you wanted to be an officer... I see. You know, it's, their, it's their version of um, right. West, West Point all right. over again for the Air Force. Yep. I see. Okay. And... My, my uncle been on the board of the uh, Air Force Academy, and that started in 1960, and, and in, in the 50s, everybody, uh, if you wanted to be a flyer, um, you had your choice. If you, when you were in the Navy, to either be Air Force or the Navy. So you could go to the Annapolis, and then after you graduated, you could decide if you want to go be a part of the Air Force or part of the Navy. And they really they don't yeah. have to decide beforehand. Huh? Yep. Well, they did that, and they said they had to wait till uh, Colorado Springs was built. And then once that was built, their campus was 1960s, and that's where all the kids who wanted to fly and they wanted to be an officer. That's where they went. Well, now what about um, you know Marines have their own pilots. Yeah, I think that's a version of the, of the Navy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it is. Come to think of it. Yeah. Uh, be, yeah, because they were Marines, were Navy. Right, no, I've got a mascot for the Coast Guard. It's in New London, Connecticut. I should have remembered that. New London, Connecticut? Um, what oh. is the Coast Guard Academy logo? It's a mascot. 
Ashkang? Okay, what's the Air Force? What what what's their mascot? Oh, oh, the Air Force. I should know this. Yeah. My niece is in the Air Force. An <laughs> eagle. Yeah, the eagle. All right. That's it is an eagle. Okay. Well, that's, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Now, what about the Army? The Army. And you're going to ask the oh, Navy first. too, aren't you? Yep, I'm going to ask the Navy too. So I want you to. I, I don't know either one of them, and shame on me. For the army, is a horse? It's pretty close. Not a donkey. One to donkey. a mule? Okay, now you gotta decide. Those are the two mascots of both of those two schools. I would say a mule. A mule for what? For the army. Right, I think you're right. Because they've got working, they had working mules in the army. They did. My friends, uh... A grandfather, I believe, was a, uh, what they called a mule skinner. The guys who yeah. uh, ran the mules in charge of the mules. And I, I wouldn't even hazard a guess with the Navy. I hope they forgive me. They're not sharks and dolphins, that's for sure. <laughs> Navy, the Navy. It's not a goat. I don't, I don't think I ever... ever I think it is a goat. Uh, I think it's oh, a goat. Right. I, yeah, somebody's got a goat. Navy mascot. I, I don't. I don't know that I was ever aware of uh, there being mascots. Because right, during the football week, a live goat. It is a goat. Yeah, because during football week, E Camp would try to kidnap the other mascot when they have the Army Navy game. Yeah, I wonder how well they do. <laughs> pretty. I think it would be easier to get out with a goat than a mule. Mule is a pretty big animal. Yeah. So what? I mean, a goat uh, would not be a picnic, but but by comparison. Are you? Did you guys decide Navy is a goat? Yes, it's a goat. The mascot is how, a goat. How would they ever come to that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There must be some wonderful histories behind the mascots that are chosen. Would be better than that. Alright, now how about Merchant Marines? Oh, I don't know what their mascot would uh, be. How about no. Merchant Marines in general? Um, let's see, Merchant Marine or Marine Corps, U.S. Merchant Marines, United States Merchant Marine Academy, U.S. MMA, and let's see where they are. Did you know? I found this out this week. I was squirreling around for information about something. The Merchant Marines transported 80% of the fuel used by our troops in Europe during the war. Also, you know, the age requirement was a lot more liberal. I mean, I think you could be in your 40s and 50s and mm -hmm. applied to be in the Merchant Marines. Yes. And they also had the... Um, the highest mortality rate of all of the service branches. Wow. The, the they had no weapons. Yeah. They never carried any weapons. And they were out on the open seas, uh, yeah. obviously carrying supplies and fuel for the troops. So they were the yeah. prime targets. Yes, they were. Wow. They were in the convoys. 
My mom is reading a uh, book this week. She started a book on, there's a great new book on Franklin and Eleanor Roosevelt. And the, in the prologue, I didn't realize that, that Winston Churchill used to spend two to three weeks at the White House when he came to visit. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know this. And I'm be, very happy to hear that. And because of Franklin's uh, not able to go out and see people, they had a ton of house guests, permanent house guests that lived with them. Permanent? Permanent house guests. I guess you can't be a guest if you live someplace. Who was included in there? Franklin and Delano Roosevelt both had permanent house house guests, plus they had rotating friends that would come and stay. Who were the permanent house guests? Well, one was was Eleanor's secretary girlfriend. Another one was was a secretary friend of Franklin. And then they mentioned two, uh, Henry Hopkins, you know, the, the famous advisor for uh, Roosevelt stayed in the Lincoln bedroom, I think it was. And they had a whole, because Franklin, as you studied him, Patricia, in the past, he was such a social guy. He, need, he Oh, my gosh, yes. He couldn't live without people. They, My mom started to read this prologue. It, it, it lists the entire house guests who stayed with them permanently. Uh, I guess if you live someplace, you can't you can't be a temporary guest, can you? Uh-huh. Gee, what? Special on on um, oh shoot, Churchill. His uh, granddaughter, I believe, was um, the person narrating. And when she spoke of him going to the White House, mm-hmm. he would come out in his long johns. <laughs> you know, and his cigars. He was uh-huh. that comfortable there, and Eleanor didn't like it one bit, but Franklin and him, you know, just had such a great time together. Yeah. It was guy stuff. Isn't it yeah. refreshing to know that they could do guy stuff? Yeah. I wonder who cracked the beers. You wonder what? Who cracked I wonder who cracked the beers for them. You know, crack me a beer. Yeah. Well, my mom was saying tonight, she was telling us, she was reading about Franklin assistant. Franklin is so crippled, he needed help to go to the bathroom, help to undress to go to bed, and he could never stay, stand up. Yes, he always had, um, well, his one of his older sons would be right next to him. Right. Um, always uh, either hanging onto his arm or, and, and doing so without showing that he was holding such a burden. Yeah. Um, and apparently, uh, our country wasn't even aware of him being crippled for quite some time. I don't think they realize how badly crippled they, we all heard that yet polio, but I don't think none of us yeah. knew he was. It was an unspoken rule or courtesy among the press photographers, which is why we don't have an enormous number of photos with Franklin Delano Roosevelt in a wheelchair because they never snapped until he had stood up and locked his braces at a podium when he was going to stand up to speak. They they did not take pictures until that had, that was finished. That would never happen today. Never, never. happen today. Never. Not ever, ever, ever. No. They, they question health of uh, whether or not the president is going to be able to get by, you know, with mm-hmm. the presidency if they have any kind well, of... Well, I, I was thinking, you know, I think JFK, 
was really had some extreme physical problems, terrible back, different things, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. you, you know you never heard them play the ain't that up, you know they kept no. that pretty quiet. No, well, oh, this is I think, I think Kennedy was the last president who could qualify for kept it quiet status. Yeah. After that, um, you know, with, starting with Nixon, right. it was all bets oh, are off. Yeah. He, I, Nixon really ignited the entire um, lack of privacy. It, it really is a lack of privacy, oh, that's lack of courtesy, yeah. lack of it, lack of respect. It, it's just a general lack, and it was launched during the Nixon administration. That's when they had the yeah, when the press with Watergate, sure. Dug into yeah. Sure. Well, the Merchant Marine Academy is at Kings Point, which is on Long Island. What's their mascot? Oh. Oh, I didn't know there was going to be a test. (laughs) Wait. I said a shipping container. There you go. (laughs) Who'd be good at a a beaver? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Wait. Wait. I just I just want to let the family know this is all Patricia and I rehearsed this all week, so I guess what you know. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I have to stop whining. People think I'm serious. <laughs> um, um, mascot. Are you serious? What? A mariner, like the ancient mariner, the guy with the after mascot that sails the ocean. No. Uh, well, that's what Makes it says. Sense. I'm going to find something else. Let me see here. U.S. Marine Academy. I keep meaning to have my laptop ready uh, for these phone calls to help, but I keep forgetting to do so. Mm-hmm. All right. So after this, we have to go to a question. Uh, mascot. Mascot. They have to go to a question. The Mariners. Yep. Their nickname is the Mariners, and their mascot is a Mariner. I let me see if I can find. No, nope, that's just one match. I can't find a picture either. A Mariner. What do you know? The ancient Mariner. The rhyme of the ancient Mariner. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what what kind of question are you in the market for tonight? What you got to offer me? Oh, all right. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right, let me see here. What are you going to do on you, Patricia? Mm, it's going to do... All right, let me see. Let me see. Okay, we've got... We've got a comedy show, husband and wife team, and one of the questions the woman would be asked fairly regularly is, how's your uncle? Was it Mabel and Jenkins, Burns and Allen, my friend Irma, our Miss Brooks? Well, it's not my Miss Brooks, because I'm not aware of any uncle. Besides my friend Irma, what are the others there? Mabel and Jenkins, and Burns and Allen.